0: And welcome to Glitch-Free Gaming episode 194. Yay. Uh, Yes, I'm joined by Kieran. Unfortunately, Mike is not with us this evening. And this is the first time you're hearing from us since before Christmas. We were off recording all of our Game of the Year content, having some family time at home with family and friends, and genuinely having bit of an extended break we don't tend to have those much on glitch free gaming but we we have this year and i think it was needed
1: yeah definitely i think this is definitely one of the busiest like holidays i've had usually we will get like a podcast out or something but yeah two weeks have just been oh you have to see family the whole time
0: Much the same for me, I'm in the midst of, in my last three or four months of my uh, fourth year at uni, so everyone who's ever done that can understand how busy I'm currently feeling. Uh, On top of that, we're trying to edit and get out the Game of the Year podcast to you, and we're producing video content to go along with those as well, so that's probably why those are taking a little bit longer than they normally do, but we hope you're going to enjoy the
1: video content. Yep, they should all be going up soon
0: yes hopefully hopefully uh, hopefully the week after this podcast goes out yeah is the hope i think
1: i think the plan is Uh, to put up an initial video on sunday just kind of giving a update on the youtube channel in particular uh yes if we want to do more video content this year
0: there are big plans afoot for the glitch free gaming youtube channel
1: well there's good intentions i don't know if i'd say big <laughs> we, there's good intentions we want year. to do more i don't know if we can so yes there we go uh, that's that's
0: that's probably the way to look at it that's the summary <laughs>
1: um, but, but yeah, yeah if it's not up this that week it'll be up the week after because two of the videos are done so just i'm halfway through the work basically
0: yep no problem kieran is actually doing our video editing he's taking on those duties i'm of course doing the audio editing for those videos and for the main podcasts as well and we'll get those out to you as soon as we can but moving on to episode 194 just the two of us this evening um i personally i know i've not played too much since we recorded game of the year just because i've been busy how about yourself kieran
1: uh i've only played a couple things because everything i've been playing has been stuff that we've already talked about because it has been things that are I'm recording video of for Game Year videos. videos. So yes, yep. It's like, hey, I played a bunch of Splatoon 2, but we've talked about that a lot. I played a lot of Mario Odyssey. That game's still really good. Um, but in terms of newer stuff, I played uh, They Are Billions, Okay. which is uh, an early access... I don't usually buy early access games, but this one seemed really cool. I really wanted it. Um, it's an early access real-time strategy game, where okay,
0: that sounds right up my alley straight away.
1: Uh, I think actually in general it's probably pretty up your alley. So it's a survival real-time strategy game where you're building up a base to defend against zombies. You're plopped like on the middle of a map with a handful of archers and some money, and that's kind of it. And you have to build up like houses. When you build houses, that generates people and you need people to work in things like sawmills. So you build a sawmill and that generates wood as long as you've got people to run it. Then you yep. can you know, make farms to make more food to feed the people. And then you can build uh, Tesla towers to spread energy, which lets you build in more areas. Uh, it's kind of like the pylons in StarCraft. Yeah. And then you can build walls to keep the zombies out. And the thing that most of the game, uh, most of the, the so the maps are randomly generated. At the moment, there is only one mode. They're eventually going to have like a campaign and stuff. Yes. But right now, it's just the survival mode, and the most of the maps, which are all randomly generated, basically have some kind of uh, choke point or a few choke points around the area that you start in to let you kind of before you can even afford to build walls, you can usually put like an archer in there, because you start with enough that you can usually block off all the choke points. Yeah. And you need to, because one zombie getting through into your base is just as scary as an entire horde of zombies breaking down a wall to get into your base. Because in this game, there's a bunch of zombies just on the map, just kind of milling around, and they'll attack your guys if you get close. But every now and again, every few days an actual horde will attack but even if one of those little walking zombies just walks into your base and starts attacking a building after a bit they don't even have to destroy the building, it's like they take it down to half health they infect that building and then that building starts spawning more zombies so if you have all your houses built together which you probably will because it's the easiest way to build stuff and you can defend them a bit easier if they're all together if you fail to defend one of them all of them will definitely fall because they're going to spawn a bunch of zombies and they're all going to get infected and before you know it you're trying to defend your base from your own base because all of your buildings are spawning zombies and yeah it's brutally difficult but it's really fun so it's this it's in terms of like actually what you do it's relatively simple it is this really simple economy of you need people, you need food to feed the people, you need energy so you can build further, and you need wood and stone to build different things. And that's it. Fight zombies. But making sure the zombies don't get to you is its just brutally difficult. I'm really enjoying it so far. A, it sounds it. really good. I'm actually I'm highly
0: tempted to go get it. And is it on Steam?
1: Yeah, it's on Steam. Okay. Um, um just but, ignore me while I go spend money. <laughs> <laughs> but like the reason it's called uh, They Are Billions is because later in the game, points I've not reached yet. Yeah. Part, like they've shown videos of it, stuff like that, and I've seen other people play it where they get to this point. The hordes of zombies are massive. Like there are there are billions of them attacking your walls. And it seems brutal. In a, in a way that you kind of wouldn't expect in a lot of games. So I'm really enjoying that so far. Let me play more of it. Um, but yeah. You've only been playing one game, Paul.
0: I have. I've one. only been playing one game. Um, it was a game that landed in my, my top games of the year. I'll not tell you where. But it did land in my top games of the year. And it's Assassin's Creed Origins. Now I've played a lot, lot more of it since Game of the Year. In fact, it's the, it's the only thing I played... Um, after Game of the Year, I came home and I had the day off after that, and I played it, I think, for a solid like 10 hours or something. <laughs> the game is stunning. Uh, I cannot reiterate this anymore. That game, running on a standard PS4, not the Pro, is absolutely stunning.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you.
0: It's just wonderfully, wonderfully stunning absolutely fantastic that that game looks like that and has such a long field of view absolutely no loading screens
1: uh no loading screens well the thing i found the thing i found is very low on loading screens but the thing that annoys me and this is like the only technical hiccup i have with it i've found the game like to be like on the technical scale super solid
0: yeah, no, they did a very, very solid job of it. There was people complaining of um, glitches and stuff on it online, and I'm like, I have not encountered a single one.
1: Yeah, I've, I've not either. I can see it happening. It's a open world game, but it, oh, is, yeah, it no. is giant. It is like Witcher 3 levels of massive... Oh, it's huge.
0: But it is huge, huge.
1: The, but the only kind of glitchy thing or that I've seen is when you... So you can press a button to, uh, to see things from your eagles... Vision. Yes. So like yep. an actual eagle flying around. Uh and sometimes if you fly about with that for a wee bit and then push the button to go back, your screen just goes black for a good five minutes. Maybe not five minutes, but like, you know, a good minute or two. Um that is weird. At least I found that I don't know. Maybe my PS4's dying.
0: Yeah. Um I, I think my PS4's dying as well. It sounds like an airplane's about to take off. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's just what PS4s do. Yeah, um, it, it genuinely sounds like there's an Airbus coming in to land. <laughs> but but I, I've actually I'll talk a little bit later about opening it up earlier on and trying to clean it out because there was a lot of dust in there. Um,
1: yeah. the thing I've heard is um, the best way to uh, like reduce the noise they make is yeah. actually to replace the thermal paste on the fan. Really. Yeah, apparently that's part of the I reason did not, is that the fan rattles around is why it sounds so loud.
0: I did not um open it up that far, I just opened it up far enough to get a can of compressed air in there and some Q tips yeah, and clean the that. dust out.
1: Even just like running like a bit of kitchen roller from like that down those edges where the, the fans are, I found yeah. can clear out a crap load of dust.
0: Oh yeah, no, I mean, I I sent you pictures of some of the Q-tips out of mine and they were disgusting.
1: So guys, welcome to Glitch Free Gaming. We were talking about how to best clean your flat.
0: Yeah, how to best clean your PS4.
1: (laughs) Take a Hoover and then just run it over the top of the PS4. You'll clean it good.
0: Clean it real good. But no, back to Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I... You're you're not kidding when you say the game is massive. I reckon I've probably got... Somewhere in the regions of about 30, maybe maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more hours played in that game so far. I've unlocked just under half of the map.
1: Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. From what I've heard, though, there's a bunch of that map that you just don't go to for the story. Like, it's just there.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I don't I know I how accurate
1: it. that is, but that seems...
0: I'd figured you maybe bit. visit every area of the map in the story, so i would probably fairly far down the story. At the moment, I've got one big bad guy left to take down, like one target. Um, I'm assuming once he's done, you unlock some more. Because the story doesn't seem anywhere near finished. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Especially not with the the actually fairly decent story they've managed to cram into this game.
1: Yeah, it seems interesting so far.
0: Yep, um. My favourite thing that I've done since Game of the Year, I never mentioned in Game of the Year, was they put in a free event once you reach level 23, I think, or level 23, 24, that links to Final Fantasy XV.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: It's called, I think it's Voice of the Gods or something like that.
1: Um, isn't
0: that like a gift from the gods? Gift from the gods, that's what it is. So you go and you activate it. Have you done it yet?
1: No. I've okay,
0: so uh it's not really spoiler but you go you activate it to activate it you need to climb at the top of a pyramid so you climb up the pyramid and you sit on top of it and it cuts to a little cut scene and he's just sitting there contemplating life and the next thing you know a meteor's crashing down to the ground mm-hmm. so you're like oh I, uh, you know this must be a message from the gods and you go and trundle over the however far it is on your camel to to go and look at this meteor. So you get there, and the meteor has busted open uh, a hidden tomb because it's made a big divot in the sand. So you go in, and then there's a bunch of puzzles, like on the walls. It's all the glowy stuff that you know from yeah. the ancients and Assassin's Creed stuff from the the Forerunners. I think it is Forerunners. No, no.
1: that's uh, that that's Halo?
0: Halo. That's Halo. Um, Man,
1: I was playing some Halo over the Christmas break. But yeah, was still good.
0: From from the people that invented the apple of eden and stuff like that. Uh, so so uh,
1: the precursors. not know. yeah. That, I can't, there's I, so I can't many remember. games that do it, and there's so many different terms for yeah. That so thing, th- those, people,
0: um, those people, um, it's you know it's all the glowy stuff from them, and you're like oh so they're gonna tie this to them, and at that point I didn't know it was this uh, linked to Final Fantasy 15 at all. I'm just doing and going, oh, this is a cool little side quest that ties into some of the other games and stuff that's happened. So I'm going ahead and I do the puzzle and I, you know, it's something to do with a sundial. So you need to go back outside and play with a sundial, come back in, do something inside and run back and forward and solve the puzzle. Eventually crack it after, I think, an hour of trying because it is not a simple puzzle at all. Um... And it opens up the tomb and you go in and the next thing you know there's a flash of light and you just see a Final Fantasy sword sitting in the middle of this flash of light and then a guy appears and it's one of the guys for Final Fantasy 15. Weird. Uh, and he doesn't say anything. He just kind of does a little cheeky grin, little <laughs> grin and then disappears.
1: Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds like a Final Fantasy 15 character
0: yeah um disappears blink Uh, blinks in a flash of light and then jumps up into the air and disappears Uh, and what's left is the sword you go pick up the sword you get this very premium swords that's like the there's different levels of weapons this one is your level it matches whatever level you are when you go pick it up um so i was 23 i picked up the swords of level 23 you also get a shield which is a final fantasy shield and then next thing that pops up is pop up new mount and it bla flashes past that quickly you can't see what it is so you go back outside you go in you change your mount and you have a look it's a chocobo yeah it's There's a chocobo this no oh never mind it's, it's a chocobo the size of a camel
1: well chocobos are pretty big
0: uh and it's it's great so i've I, i've spent the rest of the assassin's creed so far riding around on a chocobo using neat. a final fantasy sword that looks digital so it's not actually on your back but when you pull it out it digitally appears that's
1: pretty neat that's kind of like how it, the swords work Fifteen.
0: yeah so it does that you pull your shield out it does the same thing and they've got really high buffs on them um you, you, No other weapons have got these buffs, so you get, like, 20%, 20% health regeneration from the shield if you score a critical with yeah, your block. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get, like, 20% health, 10% health generation if you score a critical with your sword. Cool. Uh, and there's, I can't remember all the buffs, but there's, like, a long list of buffs that come from them, yeah. um, which is really cool. So I've been using, basically, that sword and that shield uh, mm-hmm. since I got them. Um,
1: Let me sit and try and get to that point. Yeah. I was actually really if... tempted also to pick up, uh, to like reinstall Final Fantasy 15 and do the... Because this event they're doing goes both ways. Like, Final Fantasy 15 has a bunch of Assassin's Creed stuff in it just now.
0: Ah, uh, fair enough,
1: okay. Um, they're doing a thing called the Assassin's Festival, which you can unlock Assassin's Creed gear for your Final Fantasy characters. Ah, uh, okay, that's me. pretty
0: cool. Mm. that is pretty neat um so yeah i'm loving having the final fantasy stuff in assassin's creed i thought being an assassin's creed kind of purist a while back when i loved the Ezio stuff that it would bother me that kind of stuff now this is just the only thing tying this game to previous assassin's creed is the use of animus stuff yeah uh there's been no mention of the assassin's brotherhood yet there's been no
1: I think I've heard it gets there. I've heard that. Okay, if it it, gets there, I guess like the formation of the Brotherhood is what I've heard, so it's gonna be. All right. Okay.
0: Cool. Um, they've just announced that the first DLC pack for it's coming out. Uh I want to get that.
1: Yeah, the description for that I believe like specifically mentions the Brotherhood as well. So. Yeah. Um, I want to grab that DLC. In
0: fact, I might buy the season pass for this game because I got the game for Christmas. So, I wouldn't mind investing the money into the season pass because I'm thoroughly thoroughly enjoying it i foresee myself playing it well into you know the rest of the year
1: assassin's creed season pass have been pretty solid the past as well like uh even like assassin's creed 3 i believe people said that the the uh, dlc for that was good um but like black flag had the freedom cry stuff which was fantastic yeah
0: which was great was Uh, wonderful
1: Syndicate had the Jack the Ripper stuff, which was okay. I I didn't get super into, it, but definitely people liked it a lot. Uh, Unity had the the I think it was called Dead Kings. Yes, it and did. That, that was like some of my favorite stuff in that game, and I'm like a Unity apologist anyway. Like I really like Assassin's Creed Unity despite all the bugs and stuff. Yeah. But that DLC in particular, they did some really fucking good stuff.
0: Yeah, they did. They did. They did. I ah, just it's it's a wonderful game. Yeah. They took some time. I, I think I said the same thing in the game. of Your podcast. They took some time off. Whenever they take some time off to make the Assassin's Creed game, they make a good game. Yeah, they, they
1: they need to just like for a while they've been doing the like one team on one team off thing, which well sort of like that's oversimplifying how Ubisoft structures teams. Yeah, really, is, you know one of the 40 teams that work on Assassin's Creed starts a project while the other 39 are working on the other Assassin's Creed and then they kind of swap hop on and, yeah. there they Hop on and finish it with <laughs> them. Exactly. They, they bring on, you know, the the one, the Czechoslovakian studio when they need them for one thing and they bring in, you know, the Indian studio when they need them for one thing and they bring in, like, one of the main French studios when they need them for one thing and then... Yeah. Yeah, it's... They're, they're a strange company. But you know what? When they nail it, they nail it. And just wish they nailed it more. Although you say you still be on a bit of a roll recently. Like other they than the be steep, like they've their releases over the last couple of years have been pretty good. Like that Ghost Recon game that came out last year was surprisingly good.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, that's true. I wasn't a big fan of Ghost Recon, but that's just because I didn't like the game. They, I'm not saying sure it was a
1: They added the Predator to that game.
0: Oh, okay, that sounds pretty fun.
1: Yeah, I've not, I didn't actually do <laughs> it. I think it was a timed event again. They're really like leaning into this like timed license event thing. Yeah, um, but you know
0: what? If it works for them, and it's cool, I, like I said, I've really enjoyed the Final Fantasy crossover thing, so I can't really say much. Yeah. But no, that's okay. really okay. all I've got to say in Assassin's Creed. Storyline's really good. Um, game's really fun. There's some cool stuff that happens with the Animus in that. Uh, I'm not going to light dab to anyone that's not played it. Don't want to ruin most, anything. I've
1: not seen much interesting with the Animus yet, so I'm looking forward to that.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm talking about a bit you've probably done in oh. regards to uh, sailing a boat inside the Animus.
1: Mm, I sailed a boat.
0: Did you sail a boat as in boat battles like Black Flag yet? Yeah, I did that. Okay, no, I just thought that was really cool. I,
1: I thought it was cool as well. I just don't know if I call that like an animus thing, but
0: well, it relates to the animus as you're switching between two different people. I
1: guess that's true. Um, I found it really funny and silly that you can read through the so the animus stuff in this game is a, a woman who like doesn't work or works for Abstergo, but doesn't work for mainline Abstergo and really wants to work for their animus project, but. Yeah. they don't want her to so she goes and makes her own animus and then like breaks into the Egyptian vault so she can you know be yeah she basically good. makes
0: a DIY animus <laughs> yeah
1: but <laughs> if you sit and read the um, stuff on her computer there's a bunch of stuff about Desmond and there's a bunch of stuff connecting the Assassin's Creed universe to Watch Dogs and the, my favourite stupid thing that they did is there's a section of that that talks about how she made uh, the animus from the Assassin's Creed movie. So Oh. Have you seen the Assassin's Creed movie? I have, unfortunately. Man, what a bad movie. But, um, you know, the, this big stupid animus that, like, is a giant grabber arm that goes around you so you can walk around and stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, lying on a bed wouldn't really work well in the movie. It's, yes <laughs> yeah it's they mentioned that which is really funny because i thought they would just never mention that because that movie tanked and was terrible it was awful i didn't make it all the way through it oh uh you mm, you don't need to <laughs> no I, I never intend to it goes the way you expect because it it's predictable
0: um yeah
1: Makes a leap of faith and it does the whistle when he jumps. Nice. And it freaks I'd, I'd, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. freaks yeah. Uh, just cause I'm just spoiling this movie now, but you know what? Fuck it. It's a terrible movie. Do you want to avoid the Assassin's Creed spoilers for the movie that came out at the start of last year, uh, one you shouldn't because don't watch that movie, but two skip ahead a minute or two. Like, it, at the climax of that movie, Paul, he does a leap of faith. And he falls so far that the arm animus thing that's holding him up and like moving him around to simulate the things he's doing in the animus... Snaps. Yeah, because it can't go far down enough. So it hits the floor and breaks. And it's like, why would you design it that way? That's just stupid. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, it's a really bad movie that was just the bit that stuck out for me the most is being really stupid like it's got some okay action and stuff in it but it's yeah it's not good um but yeah did you play another assassin's creed
0: i have not no uh i did have full intentions of playing some mobile games and stuff but i haven't really got around to it between writing essays and Things like that, every time I go to game, uh, I've just play, been sticking Assassin's Creed on for an hour at a time, okay, or okay. a couple hours at a time. Um
1: like that as well, like, Assassin's Creed was one of those ones that I could just shut my brain off, walk over and sneak up on some dudes and stab them.
0: Yeah, no, it's actually pretty good. Um, if, you don't, if you're not caring about doing the storyline, which I've really not been doing, and you just want to disengage your brain and ride your chocobo across some sand dunes
1: some pyramids
0: yeah it's it's just epic for doing really really cool stuff yeah um so you know i have not i have not played anything else unfortunately Shame. what have you been
1: up to uh the only other thing i've really played that's worth kind of mentioning is uh dragon ball fighters
0: Oh yeah, you played the beta for that.
1: Yeah, so there was an open beta over the weekend, uh, and I got an early access code to play the day before, and then I realised that I pre-ordered anyway and didn't need that early access code, and was a real dick for using that re- early access code when I could have given it to someone else. Whoops! bad uh, person. I didn't realise that pre-ordering got you in the beta early, so I should have. Yeah, been. no, it did. I I looked into that. So. Uh, that was a real dick move, especially because as it turns out, the servers were completely broken on the second day when they, you know, opened it up to everyone. Yeah,
0: um, they were. I actually didn't mention it, but I tried to go on and play a game. Cool. I got in as far as the lobby and couldn't get any further. Yeah,
1: the lobby's pretty cool though. The yeah, the lobby's you really cool. Choose a little character and you run around. It's the exact same as the Guilty Gear lobbies. Maybe not quite as good as the Guilty Gear lobbies because in the Guilty Gear lobbies you could fish. Okay. Which is pretty good. You stand there and you fish and you get random items from it. It's it's dumb. I unlocked the character that way. There's a character you can either pay it's like a a million points or something like that to unlock, or I just randomly fished him. It's like, alright, cool. But um, Dragon Ball Fires has the same kind of thing, like it's got a really cool lobby that you can just run around in and uh, communicate with people and, you know, fight against them. Uh, but the main thing they were pushing everyone into, like, they turned off a bunch of modes and stuff. The main thing they were doing is they were trying funnel everyone into the you know, the main kind of ranked multiplayer mode. Yes, which I could not get into. Yes. Uh, I got a few matches of it, and I have to say that that game is really goddamn good.
0: Uh, I got... No, I didn't get any. I didn't even get any playtime other than running around in the lobby. Yeah, yeah. I wish I did, but I didn't.
1: It's the closest game I could like compare it to is it plays a lot like the Marvel vs. Capcom games in particular. I'd say close closer to something like three. Um, I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are way more into fighting games than me. They would you know point out a billion different ways that they're different. But as yeah. someone who doesn't you know play a lot of fighting games anyway, like that's the one that it felt closest to for me. And yeah. It was it's just really fun so you have like it's a tag fighter so you have three characters in your team that you can tag in at any given time and your basic goal is you or your basic kind of bread and butter combo is you'll do a you know light medium heavy and you'll launch characters up into the air and you'll you know hit them a bunch while they're in the air and put supers in and stuff like that and all of the characters feel really different from each other which is something our system works are good at in general um Like that's kind of you know Guilty Gear's whole stick is that Guilty Gear has a bunch of completely insane characters that all play completely differently. Yeah. Um, Dragon Fighters is not quite as crazy as that. Like it's still quite easy to get in and button mash and stuff if you want to. But all the characters play pretty differently. So not all of them were available in this beta, but you know I kind of stuck mostly to uh, Goku, Vegeta, and Gohan, and sometimes switching out one of them for other characters, so, like, I played a bit of Android 18, which yep. was pretty good, and also Frieza. And all of them just... they just play so good. Um, there's just a lot of... It took me a while to kind of understand some of the, the mechanics, but it's things like... Um, you played a little bit of Guilty Gear at mine before.
0: Yep, and you bought me XR Revelator.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you play much of
0: it? Yeah, I played a bunch of it at home. Oh, okay.
1: Um, I forgot about that um but yeah well you know remember you remember uh guilty gear has the the drive button so you press r1 and it launches enemies it launches dudes into the air and it does like that kind of camera shift into 3d yeah uh, and then you follow them up and you can basically just mash buttons and hit them a bunch so this has that exact same thing in it it's, it's even r1 still like you just hit that button launch them into the air and do stuff uh, yeah, it seems even easier to actually land it now as well, which is kind of crazy. So, it happens a lot more often than it did in Guilty Gear for me. Uh, but then again, I didn't play a lot of Guilty Gear online, so maybe it just happened all the time on there as well. Because I'm bad at Guilty Gear, so if I play online, I just lose. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, though, I've won some fights. As it turns out, a lot of people that don't know how to play fighting games, like me, trying to play Dragon Ball Fighters, so. Hopefully they buy the game so that I can win some games online when it comes out. Yeah,
0: I, I don't think I'm going to buy it. I'm weirdly, and this is going to sound nuts to some people, weirdly going to wait for it on Switch.
1: Yeah, that's almost definitely going to happen.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, but I, I know it's not been said, but...
1: It's, yeah, it's going to happen. It has to happen.
0: I'm, I'm waiting for either that on Switch or...
1: Um, that blaze blue tag game
0: yes blaze blue Did you see the news about that one though? no i have not
1: oh let's skip ahead to the news here uh which we're going to anyway because i think that's all we've got to talk yeah, about Yeah, that's, that's all we've um, really played we're so, just trying to
0: get a podcast
1: out so people forget don't forget we exist yeah pretty much uh and because there was a lot of news to talk about there uh, was one lot of the things of being Arc System Works, uh, confirmed, or, like, laid out their DLC plans for that game.
0: Oh, jeez,
1: already? Yeah, and, um, uh, what, of all the things in that tag game, Paul, which ones are you most interested in? Is it Blue's Uh, Blue? Is it, uh, Persona? Is it... It's a little bit of... Ruby... Why? It's it's
0: Ruby. Ruby... Uh, (laughs) I'm pretty hype about the Persona stuff and the RWBY stuff. What if but RWBY... I also really I also really like Blaze Blue characters as well, so
1: What if uh, RWBY was only R and Y?
0: So Ruby and I can't remember why name
1: <laughs> I can't remember if it is actually those two. But it sounds like there is only going to be two of those characters in the base game and the other two will be DLC
0: um i'd be okay with that
1: really it also says like the sure. roster in general is only going to be 20 characters uh, in terms of size and then they're going to sell 20 more as dlc which seems insane to me especially for like the the rwby characters seem less crazy to me because they're they're yeah. new characters they've not been they're not from a previous game or something but yes like, blaze blue characters that they're doing some minor reworks to i don't know the persona no those
0: should those should be stock those should definitely be stock
1: the persona characters that again they are doing minor reworks to they they should be in the game yeah those, those those
0: should be base game those should not be dlc
1: yeah i mean i'm sure they're doing a decent amount of work to them and there's a decent there's a good reason why they are charging money for them but it's a bad look you know yeah. Sometimes like the bad a bad look of something is enough. And it's yeah, it, it's definitely not a great one. Um I'm going to wait and see on that one. I'm def- I'm getting Fighters Day one. Like Fighters Yeah, is you're in.
0: But you're also a massive massive um Dragon Ball fan. fan. Yeah. yeah, you're a massive fan of Dragon Ball games.
1: Which, I'm a massive fan of Dragon Ball in general right now, man. Dragon Ball Super's pretty good again. It took them a uh, while. I've not, watched, I've not watched any of it, so... Oh, you should. I mean, you watched the movies, right? Yes, I did. Alright, you can skip the first, like, 30 episodes of Dragon Ball Super, because <laughs> they're just the movies. But...
0: Um, I watched the movies. The last movie I remember watching is the one with... Anubis? Oh,
1: then you're missing the movie then. Because the last one was the one where Frieza comes back.
0: Yeah, the last the last movie I watched was the one with Anubis, which uh, was Wrath of the Gods, or yeah. something like that. Uh,
1: Battle. Of which Wars. was great. Yeah, it was. That's the thing, they brought Dragon Ball back and I was sceptical at first, and uh, those movies kind of sold me on it, because those movies are really good. But then, I started to watch Dragon Ball Super, and Dragon Ball Super was <laughs> really bad <laughs> for Quite a while, like they okay. did, they retold all of the they redid the episodes that were basically just all of the the movies, all right, uh, redone then in, in much much worse animation and graphics because they didn't have a budget or production time from the sounds of it. So like if you watch some of the clips of the stuff from the first few episodes of Dragon Ball Super, it is amongst the ugliest anime you will ever watch. Um, so I was bummed out, but this last. Like story arc, they've been doing a giant tournament against a bunch of other universes and stuff. yes it's, it's been really good. It's been super goddamn good. So.
0: Okay, I will so, need yeah. to get into that.
1: I'm on a Dragon Ball binge. Uh, Dragon Ball Welcome Zen to Universe the Dragon ones. Ball cast. Dragon Ball Xenoverse on the Switch is still really good. They're bringing out more DLC for that. They announced. Uh, see, look, we're still in the news. They announced the DLC plans for that game. Oh, okay. The next DLC pack adds uh Jiren who's kind of the he's not he's like the main he's technically like the main villain from the current arc, but he's not actually a villain, like he's a he's basically a superhero. So it's kinda of weird. Um, you're a villain. Kinda. That's that's the moral of the story. Goku's the real villain after all. <laughs> um But yeah, like they're adding him, they're adding Goku's new form from the current uh, series and I think two on an oh one a character that's from Dragon Ball Online, which I never played Dragon Ball Online because they never translated it into English. So who knows? Uh, and then one other character they've not announced yet. So okay. Uh oh no, sorry they did announce it. It's uh they're at an Android Seventeen. Um. Oh okay. Who's already in that game? But they they're making a version of him that has all the stuff that he has in Dragon Ball Super.
0: I do like me some androids, that was one of the better story arcs.
1: Well, you'll really like the current uh, tournament that they're in then because they bring back both the androids and they actually do stuff again. Yay! Uh, Android 17, like, before... The story... Like, after Dragon Ball Z, Android 17 retired to become a park ranger on an island in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's really weird. Um... Yeah, you should watch that show. you will probably quite like it.
0: I probably would, yeah. But yeah, Dragon Ball
1: I... was where we started from this somehow. <laughs> um, and, yeah. So are you Ar- sure that's where we came from? No, it wasn't actually. It was from Ark's um, DLC plans was where we came from. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, should we just keep up with news then? Or yes, we, we might as well. Should we just skip ahead to the big news or should I check if there's any other ones? Because I didn't open it up. No.
0: No, let's let, let's see if there's anything else.
1: All right, let's go to our friends over at Eurogamer, and they can tell us important things. It's all just about the Nintendo stuff. Oh my god, how many news posts can you write about that fucking? Oh my god, um,
0: so many Nintendo news posts about some uh, cardboard.
1: Yeah. What we got? Uh, there's rumors that Microsoft's going to make a new Fable game.
0: Yes, and I'm hype about that. So I think,
1: hype. I don't know if this is the same rumours, but I read rumours before... Oh, it's the same ones. Uh, the rumour said that uh, it's getting made by uh, Playground Games' new studio. So, uh, make know Playground Games as the kind of... Um, the dream team of racing game developers. Yeah. Make the Forza Horizon games. You know, which... I think if you've listened to the podcast at all, you'll know that we are all big fans of the Forza Horizon games. Oh my god, are
0: we getting Albion Racing? The, I hope not, but
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> but at very at least they know how to do open worlds, because those are all the world games.
0: That's true.
1: Uh, but yeah, so they they made a new studio um, in Leamington Spa last year? Early, uh, early last year? I can't remember. Um, yeah. but they hired like some ex-Lionhead developers and stuff like that so it sounds like they, they're bringing Fable back which is good even though it's only been like two years since they shot down, since Microsoft shut down Lionhead well um,
0: I mean if you're hiring ex-guys from Lionhead they're going to walk in another studio and go oh no we only know how to make Fable games
1: <laughs> let me tell you guys about Fable
0: <laughs> let, let me, you... me tell you guys about Fable we need to make Fable all oh, we know how to make, how other make.
1: Stuff. in the good old days um, but yeah, I have never been a massive Fable fan, but Microsoft I have been since Fable games.
0: one, so
1: yeah, I Microsoft needs first party games, and with their current stuff being like, hey, everything's going to be on PC, I would probably pick this up on PC. I play that. I could use okay a decent Fable game on PC. Um, yeah. Other than that. What have we got. Uh, ba, 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 ba. there's rumors that there's gonna be a second Xbox Elite controller. Uh, yep. And it's gonna cost a fortune.
0: There is an officially announced I can't remember where, but there is an officially announced uh old school Xbox controller that's coming.
1: Yeah, they're doing the they announced that at E three last year. Um, yeah. Doing, um they have the Duke
0: they're doing the joke. Uh, I've only seen pictures of it recently, and I hated that controller on the original Xbox. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was terrible. I don't get why people want it back.
0: <laughs> but you know something? I'd probably buy it.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I would. Because um, I'm a nostalgia idiot. I don't have nostalgia for it. It's like I didn't have an original Xbox. See,
0: I, I played I played Go Free Con on that. On oh, that thanks. controller. And I played Perfect Dark Zero on that controller. And here's here's the craziest one of the lot. Wait. I played...
1: You didn't play Perfect Dark Zero on that controller.
0: No, I didn't. Because
1: that was a 360. <laughs> that was a 360 game.
0: Uh, no, I, play, I did play Ghost Recon on the original yeah, controller. Yeah, and I did also play Dead or Alive on it.
1: Yeah. I played Halo and uh, the greatest Xbox game of all time, uh, which was Brute Force.
0: I did play Halo on it as well, um, but the most force. the most surprising one is a definitely definitely playing a fighting game on that old big old bugger, uh, <laughs> which I couldn't even imagine playing a fighting game on it yeah. now.
1: Yeah, I mean they also had a crappy D pad because it took Microsoft a long time to figure out how to make a D pad. Yeah, that Xbox One controller though, pretty damn good. So this is, I heard the Elite's really good. I've not got one because they're Really expensive. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it is pretty good. Shame it's not a Joe Shock four.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do prefer Jill Shock Four. Um yeah. but, 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 rumors were saying that it's all just rumors just now, really. But rumors are saying that C D Project Red is going to show Cyberpunk 2077
0: 2077 E three. Yay. I'll be in for that. About uh, goddamn time. I was buying that game from the second they first showed it. Oh, yeah,
1: me too. Like, I fucking love CD, CD Projekt games, and I think after The Witcher 3, they've improved the quality of their game so much that it's like... It'd be kind of surprising if Cyberpunk 2077 came out and was more similar in quality to The Witcher or The Witcher 2 than it was to The Witcher 3. And The Witcher 3 is... One of my favorite games of all time. Like, it's one of the few games of this generation that is on. Like, if I had to write a list right now of my top five favorite games ever, it would one hundred percent definitely be on there. And that's fair. It's damn good. And if they can, you know what kind of worlds I really like cyberpunk ones. Yes. There was rumors that this game is not going to come out for another couple of years, just because. It's based on a series called Cyberpunk Twenty Twenty, and they're like, "Well, they're uh, just, just going to delay it, but just bring out Twenty Twenty because why not?"
0: That would make sense.
1: It would. I'm not. I don't want to wait another two years for that game, man.
0: No, I don't want to wait another two years. I but to,
1: I want to inject that game into my veins right now.
0: Okay, and if you need to go and see some counselling help, then please call the Samaritans.
1: <laughs> um.
0: Because Kieran clearly needs to.
1: Uh, definitely, when it comes to CD project games. Um, except for... <laughs> you know, Except for... Uh, what's their card game? Except for Gwent. I never got into Gwent. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Let's just... AGDQ. AGDQ 2018 happened last week. Uh, they raised $2.2 million for charity. Yes. Uh, there's some fantastic uh speedruns that they did and i highly recommend you go watch some of them uh the skyrim one in particular i found really funny um the skyrim one's really funny because they fail like they they have to cheat to build like spoilers but they have to cheat to be able to finish it so they don't really and they also just don't take it very seriously because it's fucking skyrim <laughs> They're just like oh yeah well if you ride this horse off of a small ledge so that it goes vertical and then get off of it and pause the game and load another thing you'll fly into the air and it's like why because it's Skyrim <laughs> and it's like okay great yes because it's Skyrim yeah um, so yeah they, they just barely surpassed the amount they raised last year so last year they raised 2.22 million dollars this year they raised 2.26 million dollars so, yep. Which I guess it sounds like barely anything, but you know that's still thousands of dollars more. Um, yes, yeah. So <laughs> we, You didn't we were, make it we, sound very impressive. but I it because exactly. it, it doesn't when you look at numbers that way. You're like, oh, it's only like, point four more, but point four of four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of money, is it? <laughs> um. Uh uh, uh. 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 It's not. Wait. It's not. Whatever. Um. Yeah, let's go to the Nintendo news. There was a bunch of Nintendo news. Um, if you were on the internet at all during this time before the Nintendo Direct Mini happened on the 11th of January uh, people predicted and also got like some leaks from you know trusted sources and stuff saying that there was going to be a Nintendo Direct on that day. Yeah. And uh, so, I frequent Reset Era quite a lot, which is kind of the forum that popped up. By it took of, over
0: from NeoGAF.
1: Yeah, it's a bunch of. It's where everyone went after NeoGAF kind of collapsed. And NeoGAF's still around, but it's barely active anymore. Um, yeah. But people were going nuts predicting. They were like, oh, well, Nintendo only ever announces these things on the hour. And so they were like, okay, they're definitely going to announce. Like, it's for two days before this uh, Direct happened, they were like, oh, they're definitely going to announce it. Because they they always announce the Direct beforehand. So every hour people were like, counting down to the hour ticking over, and then once it ticked over, people were like, alright, 59 minutes till they announce it. And it's like, oh no. (laughs) And they did that for two days. (laughs) And the funniest part about it is Nintendo didn't announce the Direct was happening, they just started it he just uploaded oh. the video to youtube it's like oh my god um, and they teased people pointed out that they teased that was going to happen beforehand because the only communication from nintendo about the direct was they posted two pictures on twitter beforehand Yeah. one was of a me dressed in a hot dog outfit and the other, <laughs> the other was my favourite one which was a picture of chibi robo on fire yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like his arms up in the air waving his plug around on fire and, it was, and people were like "All oh, right, what does this mean they didn't even put any captions on it or anything they literally just tweeted out these images um, and people figured out really after the time more than nothing else yeah Chibi Robo That the artwork that game is from is uh, Chibi Robo oh, I forget the name of it but it was a 3DS game yes and yeah. the me artwork is from Tomodachi Life yeah both of those were announced in Nintendo Direct that wasn't announced ahead of time just happened. Ah. So, t- so people are like, Motherfuckers, Nintendo knew we were going nuts and they were like, We're not announcing this. Here's a teaser to show we're not announcing this. It <laughs> was really funny. Um, Nintendo whatever,
0: have someone in those forums going don't announce it. Oh Don't yeah, announce they, it. I mean,
1: that's the thing, Reset Era even I think because of like because it's a new thing um and it's not just you know neogaf 2.0 it's kind of got more of a resurgence of people who left like uh games developers and stuff like that that left neogaf yeah kind of coming back to it to kind of give the community a second chance more than nothing else because they're like okay this community kind of is built around the whole idea of being nicer because you know that's why everyone left neogaf so yeah yeah it's It's interesting so I bet there is probably at least one or two Nintendo employees at least browsing Reset Era if not actually actively on it Um, yeah but yeah the the event the Direct happened and they called it a Nintendo Direct Mini because it was only 15 minutes long but there was a bunch of interesting stuff at it mostly ports but still some pretty interesting stuff probably the most interesting thing to me no 3DS news in it no for the first time in a while uh, I think it is the first time unless they've specifically said, like, hey...
0: Well, first time for anything other than, like, the Switch reveal and stuff.
1: Yeah, other than the Switch reveal and the E3 press conference where they said this is specifically going to focus on... The Switch. Cause... Yeah, because that one was specifically, like, mainly focusing on Mario Odyssey as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so they announced... Uh, the... Let's just start with the main thing that people will be excited for. Dark Souls Remastered Uh, is coming to Switch, which
0: not even in the slightest interested.
1: yeah I, I like Dark Souls but not a massive amount I might pick that up at some point probably when it's cheap um, but yeah playing Dark Souls portably would be pretty good and that comes out in May May 25 um, oh. Donkey Kong Country the Tropical Freeze is getting ported from the Wii U to the Switch so people will actually play it now uh, that game's supposed to be really good I, never, I didn't really play much of it uh, the one on the Wii was good though so probably good yeah I might yeah. pick it up on Switch um uh, the one the Mike might be most excited for, but I think he's I think Mike responded and said he wasn't gonna get it. Uh Hyrule Warriors Warriors Definitive Edition. Yeah. Which is the it's the Switch port of the Legend of Zelda Dynasty Warriors game. Which has yes. all of the content from the Wii U game and then the three DS game got extra content, so that's all coming into it as well. And that's coming out they say it in spring, so that's soonish uh what else we got um East 8 a i know nothing about that series East 8 lacrimosa of dana that's a jrpg okay nathan, nathan reviewed that for the site all right um, okay. he really liked it um he reviewed it for the site said he really liked it and then like two late, days later the developer took it off sale from steam to replace the uh the localization on it because people were complaining about it. Um, PD two coming to Switch on the February twenty seventh.
0: I'm pretty okay with that. I kind of want to try it.
1: Um, I might pick it up. I don't know. Like PD two is a fun game. I don't know if I need it on my Switch, but if it's a good port and if other people buy it, then like I will. I'll buy PD two to play it with friends again because it is a fun game. It'd be very good yeah. to play a lunch at work, actually. If other
0: people yeah. buy it, I will probably buy it. Yeah. Uh,
1: Fee, which is like that kind of platformer game that EA is publishing that they announced uh, last year at E3. It seems okay. I, I'm not super interested in that one, but I think it, it could be cool. It's got like kind of musical slant to it. Yeah. Um, it's coming February 16th uh okay. Celeste, they should have Celeste, which is a 2D platformer by the guys that made Towerfall. It looks super oh, yeah. difficult and really fun. uh Looks that's coming, pretty cool. That's coming January 25th, so it'll be out by the time this podcast is up. All right, cool. Uh, or soon to it. Uh, there's some DLC stuff. They're doing a DLC for Super Mario Odyssey called Balloon World. Oh, or, or Odyssey Balloon DLC. World. I'm in. I'm sold. It's free as well, so it's a free update. It's coming in February. Oh heck yeah! So it adds, <laughs> it adds some really silly things. It adds a new stat, uh, a couple of new snapshot mode fillers. The main one they showed was, um, you know, what's it from actually? Is it, uh, uh, you know, there's artwork of Mario's face on a coin with just yes. a white background. I can't remember what it's from. Is people are going. Fucking correct me but it is uh, it's from a Mario game it's, uh, it's a very you know, well known piece of artwork uh, yeah. there's a filter that just makes that so you just pose Mario on the coin it's bizarre um, yeah it's, it's a weird one uh, they're adding some new costumes and they're also adding this main mode which is Luigi's Bloom World which is basically, basically hide and seek we'll run around the level and hide a balloon somewhere, and then I'll upload it to the internet, and then other players will be able to go and find it. Um, it's a kind of cool idea. It's actually kind of weird though, because Gravity Rush 2 had like this exact same mode in it uh, earlier this year, or last year. Oh, really? Yeah, which is kind of funny. Or at least something quite similar to it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. I'll probably play a lot about that. I really like that game. Um, Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle is getting DLC to add Donkey Kong. You'll be able to do stuff. You'll be, be able character. to be that.
0: Be able to be that Donkey Kong's.
1: He's the. Uh, he's Donkey Kong. D K. Donkey Kong. Drift um, King. He's not drift. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Man. The. Best Fast and Furious movie. Um <laughs> Ooh, what the oh, hell? Oh, oh, oh Fast and Furious is starting. Um <laughs> <laughs> What in the hell? My um your, your Alexa heard me say Fast and Furious and it was like, Alright, play Fast and Furious, got it.
0: No, um my PC's having a mild freak out. That happens. The mouse is going nuts across the screen, even though I'm not touching the mouse. But I do have a sneaky suspicion I may need to buy another wireless mouse. Sounds As like I, accident- yeah, I accidentally spilled coffee over my keyboard and mouse earlier today.
1: Don't do that. Why would you do that?
0: I didn't mean to. Don't do that. Um, And the mouse has been funny ever since, so I might need to buy a new
1: one. Do you know what else is funny. Pokemon Tournament DX Battle Pack. It's not actually funny. They're doing more DLC for Pokemon.
0: Yeah, and Pokemon's not a good game.
1: It's okay. I don't I don't really like it. they're adding Mimikyu though, and I like Mimikyu.
0: Yeah, well yeah.
1: Mimikyu's great. Mimikyu's is an adorable terrifying shadow blob that disguises itself as Pikachu with a really crudely made outfit. <laughs> it's adorable. Um And then I kinda left my favourite things for last year, which is they announced Mario Tennis Aces. Yay! Mario, Mario tennis, tennis. Yeah, I, I think we're all, you know, pretty decent fans of Mario sports games. I think we've all been a bit down on them recently, because like those 3DS ones weren't very good. I didn't, I don't think any of us even played the Wii U one. Mike might have. Um, yeah. But what little they showed of this one is actually quite promising. So uh, it's That's been a wee fair. while since they've done like a really good Mario sports game, and hopefully this is kind of a return to form for them. Um, they also announced The World Ends With You Final Mix
0: which I'm interested in I'm
1: super, super excited for this one uh, The World Ends With You is a Square Enix RPG that came out for Nintendo DS and also on iPhone and it's a really cool RPG that I played a decent amount of but never finished and I will happily pick up on the Switch and play through hopefully it does well enough they can make a sequel or something that would be pretty good because that game originally came out in like two thousand eight, and people have been kind of asking for a sequel for a long time, but it didn't do well.
0: No, probably yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, just, I'm really hy- I'm really really hype about that.
1: Yeah, same, same. I that.
0: I loved it on the DS.
1: Yeah, same. I just never finished it. Um, no, neither did I. I'm to see how it properly how it controls though.
0: If they're doing like a remaster, it's it's just gonna look it's gonna look lovely on that switch screen. Yeah,
1: they're adding some new content as well. There's apparently a new epilogue chapter, which I didn't finish the game, so I don't know if it felt like it just really needed more story. It sounds like it maybe did, but who knows.
0: Okay. I'm Um, not complaining. I will take more
1: content. Yeah. Uh they showed more gameplay of Kirby Star Allies. Yeah. Which uh Uh, this is this is your ballpark. (laughs) Yeah, so excited for this one. Uh they showed some like new abilities and stuff like that. It looks adorable, looks fun. Uh, but the most important thing is they announced a release date for it, so it's coming out on March 16th, which is way sooner than I thought that game was coming out. Yeah. Uh, you can actually pre-order it and preload it on the eShop just now. Which means that game's probably finished, because you can just download it now. You can't play it, but you can download it. Yeah, we're not letting you play it, but... Yeah. But, you know, maybe someone will hack their way around or something. That happens sometimes. Um i what else we got uh i actually skipped something earlier from this but it's not because it should be on my you know most hyped list or anything like that yeah it's just because i forgot it was there uh they also announced snk heroines tag team frenzy which is a two-on-two tag team fighting game where you play as the ladies from a bunch of uh snk's fighting games and you can dress them up and you can, you know, get a bunch of special attacks and stuff, you
0: know? Uh... And I'm, I'm leaving you to that one yourself. You're digging your own hole, mate.
1: It looks like I actually play it looks like an actual solid fighting game, but I I don't really have any interest for it.
0: You are digging your own hole. Continue. Like,
1: if I wanted a waifu fighting game, what I would want would be a port of uh, Nitro Plus Blaster's Heroine's Infinite Doom. Because. And,
0: and the fact that you know that exists.
1: I own that game. I think Mike oh, owns well. that game. Fair enough. I'm pretty sure Mike owns that game. That game is legitimately really fun. <laughs> that's, like, that's the reason I own it. But it's just a bunch of. It's, that one in particular is a bunch of uh, characters from visual novels. Um, which is, makes them more waifu-ish, which is kind of funny. Uh, they should pour that to Switch. They should port everything to Switch. So yeah, that was that many direct it, well, There wasn't a lot of like big things there. Like, some people would maybe argue Dark Souls, but I mean, if nothing else, that Dark Souls remaster coming to Switch has been rumoured since before the Switch was announced. So it's good to see that finally be kind of vindicated. Um, yeah. I mean, after the Mario and Rabbids announcement, like... I just assume that all those rumors from before launch are real because like that was the craziest of them and that was the one that came out so you know people saying that they're gonna add holograms to the switch you know what maybe they fucking will because they made Mario and Rabbids
0: they made Mario and Rabbids yeah and I'm assuming the next well one of the last things we're gonna talk about in the news is the crazy thing that they've also done
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah, let's just go straight into that, which is, they also announced Nintendo Labo, which is weird.
0: Yeah, it's weird in respect to the fact that it is
1: cardboard. Yeah, so basically Nintendo Labo is a, it's a big old box filled with big old chunks of cardboard and some rubber bands and bits of plastic and stuff like that, but mainly cardboard and a cartridge for your switch and basically it's a bunch of little DIY kits that you can assemble different items out of these kind of cardboard things so you can make like a fishing rod you can make like a camera you can make a bunch of other stuff you can make like a, a piano was one of the ones they showed or like keyboard I guess um one of them was literally just kind of like the the controller, you know, the sad puppy controller thing that comes with the Switch. It's like a cardboard one of those. Um, yeah. And all of these things are basically designed that you can slot the Switch tablet and the Switch Joy-Cons into them in some way to play a game. Yeah. So, yeah. for example, the fishing one has a kind of um, little rectangular stand for the Switch, uh, for the the tablet part of the Switch itself that holds the Switch tablet up vertically and then has a bit of rope that comes out the top of it. Yep. and that... Which looks really weird. Yeah, but it's kind of cool. And so this bit of rope, well a bit of string, goes up through this big cardboard fishing rod that you have that then has a Joy-Con I think both the Joy-Cons actually uh, one on each side of it and so it uses the motion from the Joy-Cons to control this fishing game but I, presumably when you're playing it it would sound, it would feel like you were doing it because not only do you have you know, a physical, you know, thing in your hand, which obviously is a thing that games have messed with before having kind of peripherals. Yeah. It's also got the rope like connected into the thing, so it'll feel a bit more like a bit more tact uh, not tactical, uh, uh, whatever you know what I mean. It'll feel a bit more real. Um for kids is the thing i probably add to the end of that which is this is very much aimed at kids but it's i think it's really cool um aimed
0: at big kids well
1: yeah i don't know if i'll buy it that's the thing like i think this is going to sell super well i think
0: yeah i I I think think they're going to sell
1: a lot of it i think nintendo are going to prove that it can be possible to struggle to stock cardboard like they're gonna they're gonna have fucking supply issues with their goddamn cardboard. Um Yeah, but is
0: that be... uh is that an intentional supply no, issue?
1: No, no, definitely not. I think they're just, I think it's just gonna sell really well. Um they're gonna put this in toy shops. Well few toy shops are left. They're gonna put it in games shops, they're gonna put it in supermarket stuff. This is gonna be a big thing for Nintendo, probably not a big thing for gamers, but I just I think it's super cool um i hope that it does well and they can do more of them So like the ones yeah. they showed they, they it, it just seems like a cool idea from like i don't know when i was a kid i was like this kind of like you got these cardboard kind of diy kits already and they were usually little cheap things that you got it was just like you know fold this up to make a cardboard plane or something like that yeah and um they're usually like a few quid and people are already like this is really expensive but for what it is, I don't know. It's not? It, m- it might actually, on the face of it, when someone comes up to you and goes, it's like, I can't remember, I think it's fifty nine
0: ninety nine. dollars it, No, it's 69 dollars on the US site. There is no pricing on the British site yet.
1: Uh, there is, there is. Hold on a second. The... Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah, it's on their store, but not on their main page. Yeah, it's 59 for the variety kit. So that's the one that comes with like the fishing rod. There's one that's like a little house. Which I quite like that one as well because it's like a little house and you put the Switch tablet in the bottom of the house, and the software that comes with it shows, like, you know, the inside of the house. It's just a smart idea. Um, Yeah. It comes with uh, motorbike handles, um, which has a kind of racing game attached to it, and like a couple of our little things. Uh, Then there's the robot kit, which comes with like a big, like, cardboard backpack that you. (laughs) make stuff like that uh I, that's the one I understand less but seems like a bigger more crazy thing so yeah. that one's
0: 69.99
1: that's okay. the one that I need to see more of to really believe that it's worth that much but from what from what little they showed of it it seems like it's maybe a bit more complicated than maybe you know
0: I think much. it is so, far more complicated than just some cardboard
1: oh yeah in general these are way more complicated. than the cover. I think that one in particular though comes with a lot more like elastic and strings and you know, yeah mechanical um, pieces, you know.
0: I think it's genuinely going to be a fantastic, fun way to teach kids a little bit of mechanical engineering and if playing with this stuff happens to then go on and inspire a kid to become a mechanical engineer or a programmer or something like that then all the better for it.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's, it's going to be a cool thing. It's for it feels like it's going to compete with the kind of like the Lego uh, mind, well not quite as advanced as Lego mindstorms but you know that kind of the kid level of that stuff the younger kid level of that stuff the kind of you know build a thing and do basic have basic software that runs with it like there's a bunch of little things that do that there's Lego in particular has tried to get into that for a while and has done well with it so Nintendo going hey by the way I don't know, we make good games. Yeah. We, we made these Joy-Cons that people have been saying are incredibly over-engineered for what they are. Maybe if we showed them what they're actually for. which has turned Yeah, out... maybe
0: if we showed them what they're actually capable of, they'll see that they're not yeah. overly engineered. We have plans for them. Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: uh, These are the first things I've seen that use the IR on the bottom of the right Joy-Con.
0: No, there is a game... In 1-2-Switch um, that uses
1: it. Okay. Other than
0: that. In fact, there's more than one game in 1-2-Switch that uses them, but the one that comes to mind is the sandwich eating.
1: 1-2-Switch does that. Yep. And the only other game I've seen that uses it, because I lied, I've seen a game that uses it, is Resident Evil Revelations where you can cover it up to use it uh, to reload your gun. Which is dumb. But, um... The thing that they use it for in this, because... The whole thing they the Nintendo mentioned about that to start with is it's not just like an IR pointer, it's a camera. Yeah. And it's capable yes. of detecting like very precise shapes. So the thing they use it for in one to switch other than the eating one, which just detects whether your mouse is open or not, it's not a very complicated thing, is rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. So it can detect whether you're doing rock, paper, or scissors. That's and pretty the cool. The thing that they use it for in this, in the, the their labo stuff, is that keyboard one. So that keyboard one takes the Joy-Con, the right Joy-Con, and points the IR camera towards the the back. Like it goes inside it basically and points to the back of the keyboard. Uh, each of the keys on the keyboard. And so the camera can tell which one you're pressing down.
0: Okay, that's pretty cool. And that's really smart. That's... And then, very very smart
1: Yeah, and that, and that automatically goes back to the tablet and plays the song that you're playing yeah
0: so you make a little, little is... functional keyboard with it
1: which is smart that's the thing about all this is it, it just seems smart and you'll get yeah. that little bit of DIY, DIY stuff where you can let it sit and construct these little cardboard things because it looks like the box literally just comes with a bunch of flat bits of cardboard that are kind of marked with instructions showing you how to fold them up to make these cool things
0: yeah yeah, no, but I just I think it's really cool the way they're going to yeah. The way that it's going to feed back into the the actual Switch console using the Joy-Cons and what they're actually capable of. Cuz everyone just sees them as a controller. Yeah. But Nintendo've engineered them to the point where they're a lot more than that. Yeah. Um and it's just going to be really this is typical Nintendo, though. It's like, oh, hey, we've got this really gimmicky idea.
1: Yeah, it's... Um. It's cool. Uh, it's definitely in for kids. I don't think it's something that we would get a massive amount of enjoyment out of, unless we were also playing with kids with it. If that makes sense? Um, yeah, no,
0: it does make sense.
1: But... Like I'm not going to go out and pay you know 99 for this even though I there's, def- there's definitely a chance I might end up picking up that variety kit, probably not the robot kit just because it's a cool thing it'd be nice to have but I would like it from the standpoint of just it being a nice to have thing, not necessarily a, this is going to be the most fun thing to play in the world ever it's just it's yeah. a cool idea and I want to see how it works, is actually what I want from it um, yeah, no it's right. definitely a cool idea.
0: I don't think I'm going to part with the cash for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll wait and see how popular it is, yeah. how well I, it does.
1: I think it's going to do super well. I'll be honest. I um, think this is going to be
0: you know something I might part with the money for. down the line just to play with some cool stuff. Yeah,
1: definitely. I I think it's. I don't think you're going to be able to get it at launch. I think it's going to sell out.
0: Yeah. No, I can.
1: Like the switch is already on its own, the Switch is, like, the most popular games console right now. You know, yeah, It's oh, outselling I... everything else handily, it's selling faster than the Wii was selling. Which is... Like, speaking of things that the Nintendo said that... Or things that were said before the Nintendo Switch came out that I was sceptical about, there was yeah. the rumour about Mario and & Rabbids, and there was the CEO of Nintendo saying... Hey, we think the Switch is going to sell better than the Wii, and I was like, "It's not going to sell better than the fucking Wii, man. Set your goddamn standards a bit lower. You're gonna, it's, you're setting people up for disappointment. You know what? <laughs> yeah, it's selling faster yeah. than the goddamn Wii. So <laughs> Nintendo know what they're doing, as it turns out. <laughs> Despite yeah, what the Wii and... U might tell you.
0: Despite what the Wii U might tell you, that they've nailed the Switch. Um, they really have. I. Again, I'll, I'll, I said it a few times in the game of the year thing. I've said it before then. I did not expect – everyone who listens to this podcast will know I did not expect to be going into the time the Switch came out and wanting a Switch. The Switch was literally out about a day and a half, and I'm like, right, no, I want one, I want one, I want one. And I think it might have been FOMO. Yeah. But I'm so glad that I, I went down the route and pursued one and got one, you know, the tail end of that month, a little bit in April.
1: Yeah, like uh, we all said, I mean, our Game of the Year podcast is not up yet, but we all said that during the Game of the Year podcast where the Switch is probably our most played console this year between... The oh yeah, others. it's
0: definitely my most played
1: console, 100%. Like, Mike didn't really go into it too much, but if you go back and listen to the earlier podcast of the year, like, or not even the earlier podcast, just the earlier podcast from before Mike got his Switch yeah he only really talked about board games for most of the year yeah like no it's genuine of, and Mike fell off video games for quite a while well not, didn't off he was still playing some but he wasn't as hardcore into video games as he usually is for part of this year because
0: yeah and you know, absolutely so determined that oh I'll, I'll get a switch you know at some point i'm it, not that bothered and i'm and not that it lost
1: he wait hold on i can check my friends list right now uh he bought it, and then he played Splatoon for 45 hours or more. I like that we're just talking about Mike now. Even... Yes. Um, but <laughs> let's just look through Mike's uh Mike's play history. He played Kingdom for 5 hours or more, Mario for 15. Yeah, like he's put a shit ton of time into that console. And, you know, like... Yeah. As have we all. We all did. I've put, like, a hundred and 30 hours into Zelda. That's a lot. Something like that. Maybe more (laughs) than that. That's a damn lot. I put 5 hours into Sonic Forces on this machine. (laughs) According to this, I put 160 hours into Zelda. That's not accurate. I left it running sometimes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sure, it's not accurate. I put 40 hours into Kingdom. Uh, Yeah, like this thing's gonna be cool. And we didn't even mention the best part (laughs) about this thing. Which is they you know, they made this cardboard system that uses the switch tablet and the Joy-Cons. And do what they called each of the the packs? Oh uh, yeah. They called them Toy Cons. Yep. That's great. That's
0: that's okay. Oh, that's it's che-
1: So good.
0: That's cheesy. That's oh, not the best so part good.
1: about it. I love it. That's my favorite part about this.
0: Kieran so parts with sixty quid. Because For they're toy called cons. toy coins. <laughs> That's
1: it. Uh, it's, it's smart. But yeah, I guess enough uh, ranting about how much we like Nintendo and how smart Nintendo are, because <laughs> we have to be negative again about Nintendo, because man, their online still garbage. It is. They need to add voice chat. Invites. You can't even invite people to god damn... <sighs> <laughs> there was rumors also that they were pushing back their online launch till next year and it's like you can't do that man that's not no I don't want to pay you money for your online, but I want you to goddamn implement the features that a basic online system should have.
0: Yes, well, you're not getting that
1: no sorry I'm not um... <laughs> <sighs> should we go on to oh wait there was one our news thing. And it's a good one. That you may like.
0: Ooh, uh, news! They
1: announced uh, Detective Pikachu uh, yes, they did. 2. They're making Detective Pikachu Episode 2, which is a sequel to Detective Pikachu. Uh, guess what? It may just be more content for it. I don't know. But Detective Pikachu is coming to Europe and America in March 2018. Yeah, guess what? Yeah. What? Well, I, I don't have a 3DS anymore oh fuck you have to <laughs> buy 3ds paul at very least you have to buy this for the amiibo though have you seen the amiibo i've not okay so they, they're doing a detective Pikachu amiibo so it's you know an angry looking pikachu wearing a detective or it's a detective hat it's a fucking deerstalker has you know sherlock holmes uh um, yeah know. yeah it's an angry looking Pikachu wearing a deerstalker um, but also it's like three times the size of a regular amiibo it's massive. Really, it's huge. Oh, I'm gonna send you a picture just now. Um, I
0: will. I will buy the amiibo.
1: Uh, I think you can only get it with the game. <laughs> oh
0: something? no! <laughs> and um, the games are 3DS games are region locked, aren't they?
1: Yes. Oh no. I mean, it's coming out here, but.
0: Yeah, but I don't have a 3DS here. My 3DS now resides in the states.
1: Oh, so you have to. Oh, that sucks. You have to buy a new 3DS.
0: They're cheap now. My, I, actually, hang on a minute. <laughs>
1: I've just realized that the Hi, person right. I, I just gifted at my that. Bank account and...
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one um, for a new 3DS. Hang on a minute. I just realized that um the person I gifted that game to will not actually be able to buy any games for the, the 2DS I gifted them because the games are region locked.
1: Yep. That, yeah, that's how that works, unfortunately. The 3DS yeah. is a. I'm going to be controversial here. The 3DS is a bad system.
0: Ooh, controversy
1: like it's got some good games on it but man as a piece of hardware and a piece of like OS design region locking a portable system in particular like I think region locking consoles is bad in general but especially yeah. a fucking portable system Jesus so stupid um, a little bit stupid
0: Ugh. <sighs> Yeah Little right. bit stupid Also
1: the screen sucked But whatever They had some good games on it. it Had some Some of the best Fire Emblem games on it. But yeah That that amiibo is I sent you a picture On uh, I I saw Facebook. it I saw it's, it It's so big I want it to... uh, That's the only news I got from there Should we go to new releases Yes we should I think there is some I didn't New didn't releases That's the new releases Jingle I'm going to work on
0: that. I'm going to work on that. It's actually going to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah you, should, you should maybe workshop it a bit. So, we're looking for the week ending the 26th.
0: Of yes, January. we are.
1: So, we have coming out on the 23rd, we have Lost Sphere, which I didn't realize that was coming out that soon. That's crazy. Uh, that's a new JRPG from Square Enix uh, from their Tokyo RPG studio, or to- Tokyo RPG Factory. I can't remember what it's called. The guys that made um, I Am Setsuna.
0: Yeah, uh, yes. They,
1: they basically like making JRPGs that play a lot like Chrono Trigger, but aren't great. So hopefully Year's better, but who knows. Uh, the Inpatient for PSVR, that's... um the, I always forget, Supermassive. Supermassive yeah. until dawn, guys, right? So that's um, their PSVR game, I believe. Celeste for PC, PS4, and Switch, which we talked about a bit earlier, because it was in that Nintendo Direct. Yep. Uh, Demon's Age for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. That's a Funbox Media joint. Uh, that comes out on the 26th of January. Okay. Uh, that's... Uh, what is that game? That's a classical RPG. That looks alright. It looks kinda of like Baldur's Gate Neat.
0: Nothing wrong with Baldur's Gate. I love Baldur's Gate
1: Um Dragon Ball Fighter Z comes out on the twenty second of January for the PC and ps four and the Xbox One. Dragon oh, Ball No P C Dragon Ball Kidon's or... Dream. Basically, yeah. Like they they made a game that I want so much. Um Axiom Verge, PS4 and Switch on 26th of January. That, I think that's a physical release. Uh, yes. Because it's already out digital on both of those platforms. It is indeed. Uh, that game is very good. I highly, highly recommend that game. Railway Empire by Calypso Media for the PS4, PC and Xbox One. I cannot read that tonight, Jesus. You uh, cannot. This no, is also coming cannot. out on 26th. Pretty much all these games are coming out on 26th, man. 26th is... It's a stacked day. Yeah.
0: I, I'm totally into the railway type Empire thing.
1: Uh it's Clubso. Clubso make um tropical and stuff, good. so it's probably Yeah, they make
0: tropical. Very good games.
1: Uh Constructor Plus is coming to the Switch on the twenty sixth as well.
0: Is anyone even slightly bothered?
1: That's that old game, right? Yes it is. Um then no. Uh <laughs> don't starve mega packs coming to PS four and Xbox One. I don't Know off the top of my head what that is, but I assume it's Don't Starve and the DLC. It is, um, it is. See, so yeah, I can work out things for context. I'm good, me. Uh, Monster Hunter World, also coming out on 26th for the PC, the PS4, or that's not actually it's coming for PS4 and Xbox One. The PC version got delayed. Uh, but yeah, Monster Hunter World, there's an open beta for that this weekend. If people haven't played it, um, you can't because this podcast will be done by then. Yep, <laughs> we'll come out afterwards. Sorry, uh, but you know, go back in time a week and uh, play it. Uh, Paul, if you've invented you time
0: it? travel, then please do get in contact with yeah. us. Really Let go. us know.
1: Uh, I played the last beta and really enjoyed it. Uh, the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth, PS Four. I thought that was already out, so that might be a physical release as well. I'm not sure. Uh, Rocket League for the Switch. Yay! Also, a physical release because it's already out on Switch. Um, I assume, or this is a miss Um, and then I'm going to cheat slightly and go forward a couple of days because after that, the Final Fantasy NT comes out on the thirtieth of January. Yeah, and that's that's gonna. I cool.
0: feel like that's something I should have paid more attention to, but I haven't.
1: Yeah, I'm the same actually. I, I like the I like the PSP games. Yeah, but. Uh... I've not followed this one at all. It's been, in, it's I been in Japanese arcades for like two years or something. Okay, fair enough. And this is important to the consoles. There was an open beta for it last weekend. That I didn't even know until it was done. And I, was like, yeah.
0: I knew about it. Um, and I just didn't have time.
1: I heard about it. Um, but by the time I heard about it, I was sitting playing Dragon Ball Fighters, and I was like, ah, I'm good. <laughs> I've got Um... Again, irrelevant to people that are listening to this podcast, because it'll be over by the time this podcast is up, but yep. uh, this weekend there's also uh, Metal Gear Survive beta up.
0: Yeah, um, while we we're recording this, actually um, IGN just went live with a video on it, on yeah. Facebook Live. Yeah, Giant um, Bomb put a video
1: of it earlier today. Uh, that game looks good?
0: It does. It, it actually is, really, really does.
1: Um... I mean, it shouldn't be that surprising because that Metal Gear Solid Five engine is nuts and already played fantastically. So the fact that they made a well played a game that looks like it's really fun to play on that shouldn't be surprising. But no, shouldn't the should crafting not be. stuff looks quite good. Yeah, the actual zombie aspect of it seems quite good. Like it seems like they they did a good job with it. So I was skeptical about it to start with because you know it's the Metal Gear Solid game without. Kojima and without Metal Gear Solid in it. <laughs> like it's basically just the engine and gameplay applied to a different game, basically.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but it seems like it's good. So, hey. Uh, but that's all we've got for new releases. Well then. Except there's probably more digital stuff coming out.
0: New releases! Uh, now definitely going definitely to need workshop that more. Yeah, I think so. Um, Sorry, guys. I'll have a better one by the uh, time the next <laughs> podcast comes out.
1: Yeah, uh, but just for a wrap up, then this is our first podcast this year. First podcast of twenty eighteen. Yeah. Is there anything in particular you're looking forward to in twenty
0: eighteen? Um, I haven't really paid overly too much attention to what's coming out. I am trying not to pay attention to what's coming out and have stuff to look forward to at the moment until I've got uni over with. That's um, great. once uni's done with, though. I am back into gaming full force. I have a five-week trip abroad planned this summer, so that's going to give me a lot of time to play Switch games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm going to need to buy as big a memory card as I can get for the Switch, I think, and stack that full of games. Understandable. Um... Um, also looking forward to Doom. Uh, not Doom. Um, Wolfenstein 2 on the Switch. I'm going to yeah, replay yeah. that entire game because I loved it so much PS4. I I think it'll just be epic to play on the Switch I don't know if I'll replay that but I might uh, I'm definitely going to Um.
1: yeah how about uh, yourself well Dragon Ball Fighters is the obvious one and that'll be out in like a week um, yeah Kirby Kirby's gonna be good makes sense those Bayonetta ports that are coming to the Switch next month
0: actually no those those sound good Um, I really like those games Probably won't get me an N3 until next year, though.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's going to come out this year. It might. Even. Nah. Nintendo would have been surprising. I mean, I didn't think that Kirby game was going to come out in March. Cause but it is. I don't know if you remember when they announced that game, they showed a little bit of gameplay of it, but then they didn't show any of it during their live streams afterwards. They played a lot of that Yoshi game that they announced alongside it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so this Yoshi game's going to come out. Soon Before the that Kirby, Kirby game, Nah Kirby game is gonna come out like later in the year, and it's like no, they they stopped talking about that Yoshi game. So who knows when that's coming out?
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. Like I've tried not to pay too much attention on what's um what's coming out. So maybe I do need to go and have a look.
1: continuing with uh, rumors. There was a relatively legit rumor that um, there would be... The, the Switch Pokemon game might hit this year. At the very least, they would be getting... Yeah, if, if that comes
0: year. out this year, I would definitely be into it.
1: Yeah. But then also, people are kind of sceptical about it, because they're... Well, I don't know, maybe they can. Uh, so, like, the way that this stuff usually works is that Pokemon has kind of been on a pretty strict cycle at this point, where they announce a game, they put the game out, and then they support it with downloadable legendaries for a bit afterwards. Yeah. And yeah. then they announce and put out the new one a bit after, like, bit, like partially through their support for the previous game. Um, yes. And they yeah. just announced their, uh, their month—they're mo- they're giving monthly legendaries this year, for uh. Sun and Moon, and also Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon throughout Fair the week. Fair enough. Uh, which I won't go through all of them, but they've also only listed up to November. And people are like, oh, maybe there'll be a different Pokemon in December then, and that's why they're not saying. But who knows. That's all yeah. rumors and speculation. Rumors and speculation. I'm looking forward to that Switch Pokemon game though, because I want to like Pokemon again.
0: <laughs> I want to like Pokemon again. If they
1: can do... to. Pokemon, what they did to the Zelda franchise with Breath of the Wild—you know, do something weird and new and interesting.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's I think pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's us. Uh, Game of We're- your stuff will be going up soon. Hopefully uh either the week after this podcast is up or the week after that watch for an update on our facebook page which is at where paul
0: it is at facebook.com forward slash glitch free gaming
1: that's probably accurate uh or our youtube page what's our youtube page paul
0: oh i have no idea you're the one that deals with youtube
1: yeah i don't think we actually have a i think you have to have a certain amount of subscribers before you actually get a fancy just search for Glitcher Gaming. Yeah, on just YouTube. search for Glitcher Gaming and you won't find us because, as it turns out, you'll find out a bunch of videos for people that have glitches to get free games. Yeah. Because that's more popular than us. <laughs> I, mean, I always find that so funny.
0: Uh, you're not wrong either. Oh. You're not wrong. You'll find us on Twitter at GlitchFreeGame.
1: You find uh, us at you, youtube.com slash channel slash U-C-G-T-Q-Q, whatever. No, um, no, <laughs> no. You, you, we'll post it on Facebook. Find us on Facebook. Twitter as well.
0: Uh, yep, um, you guys on Twitter. If you want to find us on Instagram, we're on there. We don't post anything on there anymore. But, yeah, no, we should um, do
1: that I'll post, We definitely uh, should. We'll um, on there for the next We will.
0: And if you want to go and read the the reviews and the content on the website, it is glitchfreegaming.com.
1: Yeah. That sounds right. Uh, Yeah, and all the videos and stuff will be up there as well, probably. Yes. I'm not doing that. I'm just putting them up on YouTube. Someone else will figure out the rest. There's going to be no write-ups for Game of the Year stuff this year. uh, Because I spent all my time doing videos. Yeah. I usually do the write-ups as well, and... Then, so hopefully you like the videos more.
0: Yes, let us know. Did you pre- do you usually prefer the write-ups or did you prefer this year's video content?
1: Yeah, we then we're not going through all of the categories in the videos, so yes, to listen to the podcast for those. We just went through our top fives, which yes. I think is probably the thing that people care about more. I don't think people, I think people care more about us talking long form in the podcasts about you know what our favorite rpg of the year was or what the prettiest game of the year was then they care about us talking about it for a couple of minutes in a youtube video whereas our top fives i think are something we can give a bit more detail on um that's how i feel at least feel free to you know email us at that was that was your coupon
0: email is at oh yeah emails <laughs> at
1: podcast com. yeah so let us know give us feedback um Or just comment on the video, that's probably easier. Yes. But, yeah. That's us. And
0: with that, it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye.